What's up, guys? Welcome to the Free For All Podcast, all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Burnett. Hello! Chuck Nally. Hello, you bastard. Why did you do that? That's mine. I don't know what you mean, Chuck. Why do you have your that is my mic word. where you have to look up? I mean, otherwise I have to do it like this, and boy, you can really see me really well. Can you move it to your left a little? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Oh, I underestimated you being a dick. I was like, oh, he means right, but it's screen left. And they, I was like, oh, no, wait, I see what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew exactly what he was doing. Yeah, that Delta 8 hasn't kicked in yet, so. Man, I'm I need to get me some. How's everybody doing? Thumbs up, Thumb- man. Baseball season, full swing. First tournament Yay. in the books. Yay. I saw Freeman. Got- Steam got, what, second? They got second. Uh, he uh, he played really well. Got hurt. Got like a like hit on the inside right arm. That kid gets uh, hit a lot. He Jesus. does indeed. But he, <laughs> yeah, on the just a bad way to put it. Um, no, but the, like you can see the stitches for like the next day. The imprint, of the stitches on his arm. He got hit Lit- real hard. Probably fifty mile an hour pitch. Did he recently snitch? I was going to say, or is that how he plans on getting bitches? <laughs> uh, yeah, but he had some good hits and played good defense. He toughed it out after he got hit and played catcher the next inning. So I was proud of him. He did really good. But, yeah, getting second place in that one tournament, it took us until July to get to a ring, uh, a spot where we could win a ring. Nice. So, yeah, Josh, any baseball tournaments for you? Uh, when someone catches, that means there's also someone that pitches. Uh-huh. When a video game fucks up, you could say it glitches. Uh-huh. Go on. Uh, Harry Potter has, has a bunch of witches. So does this wit. Oh, it does, indeed. Fucking <laughs> Jack. Sure. Uh, well, that was riveting. If you got multiple people with the name of the Silicon Valley main character, it's, it's going to be a bunch of Mitches. Technically, the actor. I don't have time, but I have uh, a very, very strong urge to rewatch all of Entourage. Uh, if you want someone to uh, have a lot of fun, they can go play their Nintendo Switches. Undeterred. <laughs> True. That's his middle name. Josh QC Undeterred Barnett. Don't say my name on the podcast. People are not supposed to know. They can't uh, spell it anyways. Undeterred? That's not that hard. Keep fucking up. Your bodies are going to be in different ditches. All right. What else? Uh, Kim Possible would say, What's the sitches? But she she wouldn't say that is part. I've never se- I've never <laughs> seen <laughs> Kim <laughs> Possible. <laughs> that was so stupid. I love it. God, I love it so much. Have Thank both you. of you seen Kim Possible? <laughs> yes. Uh, listen, you know something had to come on after Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I'm 40. That sounds wrong. Oh, there's a lot of other statements that could have been made after "Come on" after Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Uh, I have not ever seen one episode of Kim Possible. 
I felt that was after me. Was that a thing with your son, Chuck? Yeah. Yeah, Trey watched it. Okay. Josh, what's your excuse? I watched Disney Channel way later in life than I should have. <laughs> he was he was babysitting Trey. No, I just have <laughs> I've never had a problem like watching things that skew younger. Me and uh, Kyle Runyon in our dorm room in college had a poster of Lizzie McGuire. I don't. That, that is one hundred percent Kyle Runyon thing, and we all know it. What the? Right next to his favorite fucking vape. Well, no, it's missing. In the hills of Tennessee, it is missing. Oh, out there, he'll probably get something that makes him itches. There you go. You've been you've been you've been trying, and you Already found been it. Trying, yeah. Had to had to force it. I'm all right with it. Video games only, folks. <laughs> That's what we're here to talk about. Uh, been doing a lot of catch up. We did some catch up on TV recently. Uh, you'll hear that episode soon. Uh, and uh, we've got been doing some prep. The awards are coming very soon. We're recording those in about a week and a half for uh, for the 2022 movie and game awards. Pretty excited about that. Um, but we haven't talked about any current video games in a while i believe the last time we talked about video games was right after you had beaten god of war josh and we talked about it yeah i think so so what we're gonna do since in less than two weeks we're gonna be talking about all of the 2022 games oh no you're gonna not let me talk about that game i see what elden ring yeah yeah, you're not talking about Elden Ring. We're gonna talk. You'll be talking about that a shit ton on the awards, <laughs> and making sure that it's nominated for every category, including best Microsoft exclusive. For some reason, it's all right. We all do that. So it's a good game, Chuck. It's a real good game. It's pretty looking. It is pretty. I also I appreciate that game. It's not my jam, but I I really appreciate it. Anyways. You'll hear more about that on the awards. But yeah, we're going to talk about uh, 2023 games we've been playing. There's a, a a pretty good start to the year. There's a lot out. Uh, and I want to go through it. Uh, you guys never responded to my text. Uh, uh, did I miss any games? <laughs> I didn't see your text. No, I've been mostly playing uh, Atomic Heart and Hogwarts. Okay, both those we're going to talk about. Josh, have you played any 2023 game that I might not be aware of? Only one that I've played is Hogwarts, I think. That's going to be uh, the dominating conversation tonight, it seems. Um, And that's fine. (laughs) That's probably, I mean, it's not probably, it is the biggest game to come out so far this year. Um, So we're going to talk about it. copies. Yeah, Uh, let's start off with the first AAA release of the year. Um and possibly future worst game of the year, Forspoken. Okay. Uh, you you actually, did you buy it? I did buy it. I've had it pre-ordered. I've had it pre-ordered for like 18 months. You're I allowed just, to cancel those. Not, it was just like, I at that point, I was like, I'm going to get it. It's been paid for for a long Do time. You know how many orders of Central Park French fries you could have gotten for the $70 <laughs> plus tax you spent, you spent on Forspoken? And I am the biggest Forspoken pre-release fan that might have existed in the world. I, I thought was it was so going to be awesome. And then the demo hit. And I never wanted to punch myself more. That's not so, so let's talk about it. <laughs> it is a bad game. It's not... 
the worst game. Like, I know there was some, like, when it came out, there was a lot of people that were like, this is the worst fucking game ever. And I, it's not that. There it's are no The Quiet Man. That game's that that game is an experience. You experience the quiet. Man. Uh, no, yeah, seriously, that is notably the worst also game Square Enix. Yeah, correct. They, they they're a little bit hit or miss. So, Forspoken originally was a basically a tech demo that we saw when PS Five was first being shown off, and it had like unbelievable looking graphics, and everybody got excited. Was, I think Project Athena was its name. One question. Yes. Did Chuck just find God? What? You've been staring into the abyss for like five straight minutes without moving. My dude's playing video games. I'm 90% <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, that's a controller in his hands. I'm not playing anything. I'm looking to make sure that I haven't missed anything. I have oh, not. like you legitimately, I thought you had frozen. Sorry to cut you off, but you no, like, hadn't moved in a minute. He's not sorry either. Was this game no, called Project sorry. Athena? Was that the name of it? This was Project Athena. Athena, that's right. So it looked gorgeous. And then a, and it does look pretty. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's got this weird grain on it that makes everything look bad, and there's a lot of bad character models. Some parts of it every now and then look good. The particle effects are really good. I'll give them that. But okay. it looks nothing like what we saw on that tech demo. The game's traversal can be kind of fun. So if you don't know, this is a Square Enix game. You play this girl. She's an orphan and lives in our world. She's being chased by, you know, a bunch of mobsters that are after her for owing money and all this other crap. And she finds... Uh, this annoying little thing that takes her to another world and then ends up talking to her. Um, I think I didn't get far enough to find out why she was chosen, but she goes to this magical other realm that is shockingly empty. Um, and she has magic powers. They're kind of elemental powers and you can traverse over the world, fight beasts and all this yada, yada, yada. It is Paint by the Numbers, open world game. The parkour looked so cool. And the parkour can be cool at times, and I've seen videos of it looking better in the game, and the, pretty much the consensus is it doesn't become a good game after six hours, but it takes six to ten hours to unlock the two powers that make the game tolerable. And I made it about four to five and said, oh, other games have come out, and I don't want to do this anymore. I want nothing more than the thing that just popped into my head to be real, which is as soon as you play two more hours and you get said powers, you scream at the top of your lungs, I got my powers, and punch a windshield until it breaks, and we can remember that television show. That's all. That's fair. Oh, <laughs> Chuck. Chuck is so angry. <laughs> I'm angry and confused, which is a bad combination. You don't remember Powers? They stole my powers! Charles called Copley? Oh. They stole my powers! Man, that's one of the worst TV shows we've ever seen. It's real bad. And boy, Sony spent 30 minutes on E3 talking about it. They did. You were seething mad. I was real mad. Uh, Forspoken's bad. We didn't even talk about the part that people hate the most, and it is... Uh, the, the wristband that talks? 
and your main character. Like, it's not just like the performance necessarily being bad. It's just horrible, horrible dialogue, like cringy bad. And we're another game has that. And normally it would be like the worst of the year, probably for the way the dialogue goes. And it it doesn't hold a candle to Forspoken. It is really, and it's just really, it's a, yeah. And it's nonstop, it's, dude. From what I I've heard some of the dialogue, and boy, it it is bad. It's a lot, man. I I don't like that game. Uh, uh, it's a five five. I, I'm playing a fourth of it, it's five out of ten. Probably what I give it. Okay. Um, it's just it, for sure a big disappointment. Even though we got you know leading into it, we started to think, oh, this may not be the greatest thing. But like from where our hype started to where it ended up, it, it is a big disappointment. Yeah. That's uh, a, that that is a bummer. I was really hoping that game went off without any hitches. Yeah, you don't want to play this game. <laughs> oh, Josh. I was going to just keep going past it. <laughs> uh, that deserves some sort of recognition. That was good. Yeah. So let's talk about the best game to come out this year, in my opinion. Not favorite game, but in my opinion, the best game I've played so far. Uh, a Shadow Drop from the Xbox Developers Direct. Let's talk about Hi-Fi Rush. I do want to play this game. You would adore this game. Put it on the PlayStation. Uh, I don't think they will. Yep. That's unfortunate for me. You'll get an Xbox at some point. Uh, at this point, I don't think I am. Every conference you talk about it. Yeah, but then I like, you know, cooler heads prevail. And I'm just like, I don't need to spend an additional $500. The last time I did that, the only reason I would do that would be if I could convert and re-download all my Rock Band stuff and my instruments work, but apparently it's not easy to do on that console, and, like, you can't really download everything anymore, so... I think my Xbox Dream is officially dead, and the literal thousands of dollars of downloaded music that I have is just lost to time. Uh, you, um, you can play on your PC. That is... That is true. I need to figure out the screen delay, but I could possibly do that. They have uh, a really good uh, test metric metric that will help you figure out your latency, and it will adjust the game to it as well. Yeah, I think I just need to rewire everything back here and not run the monitor through a uh, USB hub, even though it made my my, uh, wire management way better. So Hi-Fi Rush is a rhythm action game uh, that was shadow dropped by Tango Gameworks, who previously made uh, 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 Ghostwire Tokyo and um, the other Evil scary Within. game, Evil Within. Thank you. So completely out of left field. Um, it is like uh, Jet Set Radio and Scott Pilgrim and a bunch of other really cool stuff. Hell had a baby, and that sounds great. It is so much fun. It is it is actually hilarious. Like the characters are really all well fleshed out and they they will genuinely make you laugh and you enjoy them. Um you're this character, you it's this corporate overworld. You go in and you're trying to make it and you there's an accident where this basically an old walkman gets inserted into your chest and yeah. you become like this cyborg and you hear the music of the world now. So like everything in the entire world is moving to a rhythm and you 
fight, uh, you're fighting against this corporation, uh, and you have to attack to the beat, which we've all seen before, and which I'm terrible. Like Metal Hellsinger came out last year, and I have zero rhythm. And Metal Hellsinger was a cool ass game that I was just bad at. Like I, I don't have great rhythms, so even when I try and can get used to it, I can never like get past stuff just because I wasn't good. This game does a wonderful job of. You can beat this game if you never hit one note on beat, but it just becomes stellar like as you learn how. And it gives you every chance. It will make it easier for you. There's visual cues. like Literally, the whole world is like moving at the beat. And you also have your cat, which is this cool little thing, uh, 808, and he follows you around. He flashes to the beat. You can turn on, you can toggle a thing at the bottom of the screen that has moving beats that will help you hit on rhythm. And it's not about how fast you can press attack. It's literally about getting into a flow of like X, 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 A, X. And you're moving on half beats, double beats. All this. It's so much fun. And the combat is crazy varied. There's a lot of like cool movement and stuff. I cannot like speak high, more highly about this game. Like it is, it would be, uh, it's pretty damn close to a 10 out of 10. Like I don't know if it'll be. It won't be my number one game of the year just because this year is fucking stacked. It's and, a crazy year. Uh, and but like I can't imagine it not being on my top ten list. And I do think there'll be people that at the end of the year this will be their number one game. Um, it's it's really good. Like I did not see this game coming. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I very much want to play it. It looks cool. The style looks awesome. It does look like a game that's right up my alley, but. Uh, unfortunately, right now, I just don't have the best way to be able to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely have hit a lull, especially with the delay of Jedi Survivor, that I don't know what I'm going to play next. Um, but When is Jedi? Is it April now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm a, I might try and pick it up. I thought about picking up The Last of Us Part 1 and going just do a platinum run of that game because I wanted through. to play it really bad. Again, but maybe if I can figure out my PC situation, play it. I can use my DualShock controller. So, DualSense. yeah, you can. Yeah, because you can totally play with DualSense on an Xbox game on PC. Um, so, um, I do. So, you got into Elden Ring. Do you think you would ever be into Sekiro? I thought about trying to re-download Bloodborne, um, or yeah, something like Sekiro. Uh, Elden Ring was a very special kind of circumstance, the way that that game is set up versus the other it's, Miyazaki games. It's the world that makes that game anyways. The world, the openness of it, um, I think the timing is definitely, it's it, it's still hard, and like there was definitely a lot of frustration, but I think it's more accessible and approachable. But maybe now that I've you know gone through and literally platinumed that game... I think I might be able to get through. I hear Sekiro is incredibly difficult. It is, and the only reason I ask that is because Wolong Fallen Dynasty came out, and it's basically Sekiro. I have seriously contemplated that. I think if I play another one of those games before the Elden Ring, or Elden Ring DLC or their next game, is I might wait for that Chinese-developed one, the Wukong. Black Myth Wukong, that's 2024. Is it? Damn it, it looks so... Oh, that's right, I remember that little 10-second trailer they released that game looks awesome it does i might pick awesome. up Wolong. i i actually want to give it a shot or neo 2 as well which is also team ninja yeah they made it and people thought this was just basically neo 3 but evidently it's it's way more secret i've played it 
but I've never played Sekiro, so I can't speak to like what the differences are. Or I, and I've never played Neo. Uh, I played the through the very and beat the first level of uh, Wolong. Uh, really cool game. Not my thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's punishing. It's learning. Like way too much enemy like movements. It's just I there was a time in my life I think I could have got into it and we're past that. And I just <laughs> if I want to play a hard game, it needs to be like a platformer. It needs to be Ori. It needs to be Cuphead. I don't want to play like combat hard anymore. Um, That's fair. So I, I might give that a shot though. That might be <coughs> that might be worth so, the seventy dollars. So yeah, Wolong and Chuck, you said you hadn't played this either yet, have you? Not yet, no. Um, it's worth playing just to see. I can't imagine you would like it. <coughs> Josh, maybe, like, just coming off the hills of Elden Ring. Um, it is different, obviously. Um, but uh, you're just this samurai warrior that you go into the what really seems unnecessarily deep character creator right off the beginning. Uh, and uh, then you go right into combat and... Uh, you have your stand, it's your basic, you know, sword attack, all that crap. And you have your special powers with this special attack, you know, standard stuff, very souls like combat. And, uh, but you also have this ranking system, like, uh, you're at like level two. And if you beat an enemy, they like, if they're at level one, they're going to be easier to beat. Uh, but they have three, but it doesn't, enemies don't always say that. Like if you are a three and you go against a three and you lose, you're going to drop down to a two upon your respawn. And that enemy's up to a four now and be even harder. But if you beat him, you get all your levels back and all that crap. I lie. Uh, I think the next one of those games I play is Lies of P. Oh yeah. Lies of P looks dope. I may like really, unless that game is just punishing, I really want to give it a shot. Cause that just the concept's so fucking cool. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, I'm intrigued to see if I could, right? I am intrigued to see if I can get into another one of those games or if like Elden Ring was like the special sauce to really kind of only fit in that particular world. And hopefully there's just more in that universe. Yeah, because like I played a little bit of Demon Souls. I played a little bit of Bloodborne and I respect them both, but I couldn't get into them. I played, you know, 15 plus hours of Elden Ring. And I love the world. Uh, and that's why I kept playing. And that's the whole reason if I had a lot more time, I would probably have ended up beating Elden Ring. But like, it still wasn't... I don't like that style of combat. So it just, with other stuff available, I finally went away from it and then just watched videos of what I missed in the world because the world is what drew me in so much. And the other games just don't have that. That's true. And Wolong, so far, does not have that. So I did not continue. Uh but there that is. But a solid game. And honestly, the one game that's come out that I'm probably not going to play, it'll be in Game Pass at some point because of EA, but I'm just morbidly curious, so I want to try it, is I'd like to play Wild Hearts. Uh, yeah, it looks like a more accessible Monster Hunter. That's um, kind of what I thought, too. Monster Hunter has never been a thing that I'm super interested in i think i bought the one on the wii or the wii u monster hunter try i think um and i gave it you know the old college try and it uh nice was not thank you it 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 was not for me 
So the one game franchise that I like have multiple times looked hard at like getting into, and I would if they were like one twentieth the length that they are, Xenoblade. Yeah, uh, Monster Hunter spoke to me because I played so much Fantasy Star, and literally almost everyone I know tells me that Monster Hunter is basically just a new Fantasy Star online. I just have yet to be able to actually experience that. Um, Xenoblade, yeah, if they weren't 100-hour RPGs, I think I could really enjoy them. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't have that time anymore. Like, I, that's I do, but real- not for, like, it's got to be a specific game. It's got to be a special game. Like, I'm going to put 100 hours into Zelda. Of oh, course please. I am. But, you know, who isn't, you know? <laughs> nah, you're going to do it. I believe yeah. in you. Yeah, Chuck, you're going to get hooked. Yeah, bro. Uh, you're going to get hookshotted. So, let's talk about... I've been talking too much. Let's talk about the game that all three of us have played. Uh, let's talk about Hogwarts Legacy. And yeah, I want to say real quick, we're not, we're not going to talk about the... It's been it's played out. I don't. I mean, I do care about the uh, the conversation about J.K. Rowling, but it, that's happened in many other forums. I don't give a shit uh, like about talking I mean, about it now. I I I, I would I mean, just simply say okay. In in terms of that, and just because like we're going to be talking about this game, and honestly, I, I think very positively. Um, for me personally, J.K. Rowling sucks. She sucks. Yeah. Um, she sucks for more than just the obvious, uh, but she just is a piece of shit. She sucks. And she has a lot of problems even within that world as far as her writing is concerned. But the world and the lore are something that I've loved for 20 years. And so I wanted to play this game and I did. Uh, I have spent literally hours today alone arguing for the rights of transgender people and like just getting involved in very heated arguments. But I separate. I've listened to Michael Jackson music for the last 25 years. You know what I mean? Like separating art from the artist is a thing. It Kevin Spacey movies are still good. Yeah, it sucks that we have to make that decision. That's all I'll say on it. I agree. So let's just talk. We all think this game's good. So let's just talk about that. You judge it if you want to. I don't care. But we we <laughs> like this game. Uh, go. This goes down as one of my like favorite games of all time. I, I certainly recognize that it is not one of the best games of all time. I think it actually is way better than people are giving than some people are giving it credit for and way better than I necessarily even expected it to be. Um, I think that there's a level of depth in the combat that I wasn't expecting there to be. Once you like actually get into it, um, a lot of the enemy weaknesses systems and the way that like the game teaches you about that with the, you know, dueling fate challenges and things like that, I think is actually really great, but I don't know that there's a game in which just existing in the world itself is evokes more of an emotional response than this game. Like aside from breath of the wild, just because like that was 30 years of Zelda rolled up into one game with like crazy Easter eggs. This is literally like setting foot in those books and movies that I had read and watched for the last 20 plus years. And I think that aesthetically speaking, Reference-wise, everything, I think they basically knocked it straight out of the park. I, I love existing in this world. It reminded me of going into, and even on a like more detailed scale, and mainly that's because the system of uh, Arkham City, like the first time like, being out in yeah. like, open-world Gotham. And I haven't even got to see as much as you have yet. Uh, Chuck, how far are you into this game? 25, 26 hours, something like that. 
So I, I have by far the least amount. Uh, I peeled off to play another game that I've been looking forward to a long time, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Uh, I have eight, eight-ish hours, seven, eight hours into it, uh, but enough, to, I think, to be able to talk about it. Um, my fr- at first blush, knowing that there's a lot more to uncover, they made a 10 out of 10 Harry Potter game and like an 8 out of 10 video game. I think that's fair. And for, re- for reference, yeah, I, did, I got the Platinum Trophy at about 50 hours almost exactly in it chuck what do you like about the game um mirroring a lot of comments that what josh just said um as far as like easter eggs like finding the slytherin uh bathroom with the uh you know he even makes a comment about seeing a snake on the side of the uh the water basin which i think is kind of cool there's a lot of easter eggs like that all the pictures that move when you get close to them the appearing staircases getting a broom is like changes the game in a that, way that is so much fun that first flight just, that first flight was like super magical <laughs> it's so to do it awesome just running around the forbidden forest you're like oh shit there's a bunch of stuff that i can't fight right now broom gone like you know come get me uh or just like flying around the world and just kind of seeing like the little towns and stuff that are around and oh shit there's a uh there's a side quest here cool um you know or somebody wants to race on the broom or somebody wants to practice dueling or you know here's a merchant that i haven't found yet there there's so many like really cool little side things or merlin challenges the way that they they added in the uh side quest to improve <clears throat> not only uh you know the gaming experience but also it makes sense as far as unlocking certain things you know merlin challenges gives you extra um item slots so that uh, you can increase the amount of things that you carry so you can sell them later and get your guy in of course um hogs me just being there just like just existing in that world just walking around just doing stuff is really really cool yeah um I love, like, yeah, the, especially, the, like, the book-level attention to detail. Like, seeing each of the four individual common rooms, the fact that you, one, can only go into the common room for your house is really cool, I think. Um, and, like, having seen all of them, they're super unique to each house. Obviously, the one for Gryffindor looks very similar to the movie. What um, did you, you made as Hufflepuff, correct? Always. Uh, Chuck, what were you? Gryffindor. Uh, and I'm I'm Slytherin, so the Slytherin common room is really cool. Being underwater, as it's supposed to be, because it's down in the dungeons. If you it's you know so if you cool. you can cast spells on one of the windows, and the giant squid from the Black Lake will swim by. Uh-huh. Um, I really think the game is really only missing just one thing, and it's missing all the Quidditches. Yeah, it's weird that they don't have Quidditch. Yeah, I love uh, how they put that out up front. Like the headmaster's like, "Oh, and if anybody's asking, we're not having Quidditch." It was like, "Oh, well, I it, guess like, I mean, they didn't have time to add that to the game." Which I understand. There's a lot of like rules and mechanics and things they'd have to build in. But if they, I know they've said that as of right now, they hadn't thought out or planned DLC like pathing in any way. But like, if they released like this, got to be Quidditch season. DLC. It would be, I would 
probably put another 30 plus hours into it if it's anywhere near as fun to just fly around in general um getting like when when you open up the room of requirement and it becomes like your little home base and like you can just create this like assembly line of growing plants creating potions getting materials to be able to uh, you know build more things you open up the ability to like trap or not trap but rescue fantastic beasts and that was cool them i haven't done that yet that sounds cool yeah like it literally there's four different rooms that open up as you do more quests with deke and um you can release them and you literally if you get a male and a female you can have a breeding pen and then you go and like sell maybe fucking yeah you like you there's like a little pokemon system sometimes you'll get like a shot literally a rare or shiny version of whatever you know beasts you you breed and you can go sell them uh in hogsmeade to the like fantastical beast shop that rescues them or whatever and um the one thing you guys are both playing on xbox right yeah yeah sadly you don't get one of the more unique quests in the game there's the um exclusive like own your own shop quest which is cool because you end up with like your own little house elf helper that's not deke um and you can sell for like 20 percent more gold or whatever um because you basically anything you take you give to the house elf to sell to other people and so she pays a little bit more but the quest itself is like very arkham city scarecrow um Mm. like you end up like going into this chest in the back room and in that chest and one of like one of my favorite things about the world is like any place you go into that is like a loading screen is way bigger than you would expect like you go into a cellar under a bar in hogsmeade and it should be just the size of the bar but because of the magical world like everything is much bigger um in on the inside and there's like a whole like insanity effect type quest that you do before you actually unlock the um the shop that you own and it's like this poltergeist that's just messing with you and you come to an agreement after you defeat him as like you can come out of the chest and you can haunt the shop once a month or once every other week or something like that but we're gonna close the shop at a certain amount of times like it's goofy but it's fun and like little magical things like there's a shop in hogsmeade that has three doors on it and they all lead to the same shop, but depending on which door you go in, the inside of the shop is totally different. It doesn't change loading screens. If you go on the right one, it's like more classical. The front one, it's more like a cottage. Um, it's just like those kind of things that like they get the ability to play with that I think is so unique and cool um, because they literally could just explain away everything as like, oh, it's magic. And they just yeah. get to have fun with it. They really know the magic of the world, the whimsy of the world. Um and one thing that surprised me so far as a positive on the game is, uh, and no spoilers here, I really like the story where I'm at so far. Um, uh, I, I'm more engaged in it than I thought I'd be. Um, I like the whole ancient magic magic thing going on. Um, so far, probably the highlight of my game was very early on, just as far as like the most like wonder was going through Green Gods. Yep, that was really that cool. Was cool. I really enjoyed really that. Enjoyed that. Um, I guess I, I won't say like there's one thing that I wished that you had gotten to do that I'm sad you didn't, but I won't say what it is because I was expecting you to be able to do it at some point just from what I had seen. But um, yeah, overall, I just I couldn't have ended up happier with this game because I, w- I was a little worried. Like I'd been looking forward to it for a, li- a while, and I thought all the previews looked good, but 
with something this big and with like so much controversy and everything else around it, it was just like, would they possibly find a way to screw it up? Um, and to me personally, I don't think they did. Like there's certainly cheesy moments, but um, yeah. it's I also get, I, a children's game, book series. Gameplay can be a little basic at times. And I, I don't think it's like, that's why I don't think it's like this amazing thing, but it's good and it's good where it needs to be. And there's not a whole lot of like just bad about it. What Chuck, what did you have cons so far? Not really. I, I will say that um, I thought whenever I saw how ambitious this game was going to be uh, when they were announcing it and trailers and stuff, I thought it was going to be glitchy as hell. I, I haven't really run into anything. Yeah, um, I don't think it's the prettiest game, but it does run good. I did have one really funny one. I'm not going to lie. Um, there are some like small glitches. You're going to expect to see that, but in the like final one of the final cutscenes, and this is nowhere near a spoiler, but like they do the whole awarding of the house cup thing, right? Um, and as they announce the winner, like you see, they like announce it, and they like, they cut away, and it cuts to like a bunch of people celebrating, and then it cuts back to the headmaster who just announced it. And for me, there was just a student that had spawned halfway through the podium he stands at and was just like in midair <laughs> walking. And I laughed for like 13 minutes straight. I couldn't stop laughing. It was just this like disembodied, well, I guess beheaded body because of where it was cut off on screen, just like walking in midair spawned completely in the geometry of the game. And it was really fucking funny, but that was like the biggest thing, which is super minor. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't really think of anything. I like all the Daedalus key stuff. Uh, I like all the playing with a headset, by the way, is incredibly helpful for whenever you're looking for the uh, the pages. Mm -hmm. I have um, a for you for that, too, by the way. Yeah, I know. The, um, the visual aid or whatever that you can turn on mm -hmm. in the settings menu, You'll if you're close, you'll see a little bell like around this kind of opaque circle. Mm -hmm. And it'll tell you if you're getting close. Um, yeah, the only thing it doesn't account for is, you... like, height in the world. Yeah. But, like, so, like, it could be on, like, a level above or below you. I do wish, one major con, um, there's an accessibility option for you to be able to auto Alohomora things. But it's only if you play on the very easiest difficulty. I think that's stupid. Like, once you get the spell, you shouldn't have to do, because there's a lot of unlocking things, you shouldn't have to do the, like, rotate the sticks minigame 130 times in the game, and I had to do it, like, well over that amount. And if you put it on story difficulty, you just hit the right stick or whatever, and it auto-solves it for you. It's X on the Xbox. Is it X? Yeah, it probably would have saved me, like, no lie, five hours in that game. Like, I, I wish I was joking. That's how many times you have to do it, if otherwise... And it's, like, real finicky. Five, five, it can be, like, really... What's that? Five hours is excessive. There's not that many locks. I mean, when you're going after every... When you literally are going it after every like collectible in the game... It takes, seconds. There's, like, 300 lock. collectibles in the game. That's still about five, five there's hours. There's a lot... There's a lot of... There's a lot of time spent. Don't be, don't be that guy, Chuck. It's a classic argument. <laughs> All right, so it's awesome though. I fucking Hog love it. Hogwarts, like Hogwarts Legacy is good. Uh, ten point scale, Josh. 
I mean, enjoyment level 10 straight up. Um, performance, mechanic story, everything else probably, I mean, like eight, eight, five at worst. Like I really, really enjoyed every aspect of the game. Um, yeah. Chuck, Chuck, caveat that you're not done with it. Uh, if you had to score it. Right now, I'm I'm pretty high. I'm at like a nine five. I hadn't had a chance to play it this week, but uh, I mean, I'm really looking forward to getting back into it and playing some more. Not even necessarily the main story, which is uh, you know something that I typically crave, especially on a good story. Um, just like just being there, just being in the yeah, world, and in interacting with things. Uh, but yeah, probably a nine five. Okay. Like I said, I think they create a 10 out of 10 Harry Potter game uh, as a video game, like an 8. So if I had to score it as my, and I'm like a fifth of the way through it, maybe uh, 8.5. It's it's good. It's better than I, I thought it could, than it might be. Uh, it's more where I hoped it would be. So I'm I'm pretty happy. I also was very pleased with how, like, alive the npcs feel when you're talking to them i know you didn't think at least in previews and you might still feel that way that like they don't have the best character models i actually think the the character models are really good but like when it does the whole skyrim cutting to a character talking back and forth they're Mm -hmm. not they're not stiff like they have emotions and they look i think there's a lot of care put into that i think they're animated well i don't i i just i something's off about them a little bit the way they look to me uh i I just don't think it's the prettiest game anyways uh but it's again that doesn't really detract from my score for it that's not really what i care about when it comes to that so girl poppy that's the girl right there gotta love me some poppy hufflepuff pride stupid hufflepuff (laughs) fuck you man hufflepuff is the best bitch for cedric it's the listen as far as percentages is concerned, it's the least chosen house. Be the only ones that go to Azkaban. What? It's the only it's reason close. I haven't considered it. And then I heard, I just, I was it's, like, it, the, I, the Azkaban I, quest. I, is, so all of the exclusive quests are super, super quick and small anyway. But the Azkaban one is literally you walk down the corridors and you talk to somebody in a cell, and then you immediately like go to another part of the world. I think. Gryffindors, if I remember correctly, because I had to do all of them to get the platinum, is the nearly headless hunt or the headless hunt. Mm. Man, that's um, awesome! I it, love it. Fun. You blow up, you blow up pumpkins to find heads. Um, Slytherins, I can't. Ravenclaws involved the owlry, and I don't remember what Slytherins was. I haven't done it yet, so I don't know. You had to. Have you gone to Jackdaw's Cave? Have you done the map yet? Yeah, yeah. Then you have. You just might not have realized it was. I don't know, yeah, that it was, like, exclusive. I can't remember what all I've got. It, like I said, I hadn't played it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, but fun game. Yep. I haven't played it in a couple of weeks because I went on to one of my more personally anticipated games, and I know it was one of Chuck's more anticipated games as well. Uh, and that's Atomic Heart. <clears throat> I, uh, we saw this appear in 2017, I want to say, is the first time we saw it. Uh, so it's been over five years. Um, I was really looking forward to it. Unfortunately, suffered a like a miniature version of blowback of what Hogwarts did. Um, a lot of people jumping to conclusions based off of very little information. This is a game made by a Russian studio or, or a Russian back studio that they're actually headquartered out of Cyprus. 
Um, and obviously they have a bunch of backers. Mm. One of their backers is a guy that works is a high leveled executive at a bank that is state run. And so evidently these people, uh, want Ukraine to die is pretty much where the gaming Twitter went to. Uh, and we really don't know any of that, but I, and then I started seeing all this stuff about propaganda for Russia and I was like, yeah, did you see the premise of the game? <laughs> Uh, it's not for modern Russia. Uh, anyways, um, so I do that. Uh, it affected uh, a, a few, clearly a few scores uh, when you read on it. Um, and then uh, some people end up just not reviewing it, which is whatever. Um, this game always had the feel of Bioshock, and that's what I was going into. I was pretty excited for. And that's largely what this is this is a game it takes place in a alternate universe russia um shortly after the cold war but like way more advanced technologically but it still has or shortly after world war ii excuse me uh, kind of during pre-early cold war um and (laughs) but they have like they're a doctor made this robotics advancement so like they are like it's almost like uh uh Tomorrowland meets like Russia. <laughs> um so it's super cool. The world's amazing. Um this game is very much Bioshock, uh made by people making their first big game. And it has the some really cool stuff and but that also comes with probably the this down downfalls of that as well. There's a lot of this game feels like it was in they've been making it for over 10 years because there's a lot of dated stuff in the game. Uh, there's a lot of fetch quest crap. Um, a lot. Uh, and there is just poor dialogue, just real <laughs> poor dialogue. Uh, it's awful. Your main character is like this foul mouth deuce that just cusses all the time, which is whatever, but it's just like, it's not even like funny or intelligible he's just an asshole uh and as you get farther into the game he starts saying this catchphrase that i don't know if it's popular in cyprus but he says crispy critters all the time when he gets frustrated or something happens he just yells out crispy critters and yeah you don't know about no crispy critters bro bro he said it like a hundred times by the i'm i'm like 85 percent of the way through the game he said it so many times my God. You're very on point with your percentage estimates tonight. I mean, I do what I can. <laughs> um, I like I like to be accurate. Anyways, it's a fun yeah, game, though. Five hours of opening fucking locks. <laughs> Listen, you don't know my life. I might be really bad at that fucking game. So, I mean, maybe. So, this game, it does play like Bioshock. You have a glove that you can talk to, It's uh, but it's powered. Uh, you earn powers throughout the game. Uh, and then, also, it's just a first-person shooter. Uh, the biggest pro to this game is it the world is awesome, and it is fucking gorgeous. Uh, this game is so good-looking, and uh, the, like, the world around you is amazing. Obviously, it's not like Hogwarts, but for a world that we've not already had experience in, uh, it's about as like awesome and like cool and engrossing as it can be. Um, gameplay's good, can be slightly repetitive, which there was a little more 
depth to the powers or just different powers. There's like six or seven different ones that you can get. And basically you run with, I'm pretty sure most people are going to end up running with the same three. You shock, like your electrocution thing is like your main one. You always have that. Uh, and then the one where you spray ice and the one where you can levitate people and slam them to the ground, go with that. You don't need anything else. Like you can just dominate. That's what I've heard. The telekinesis one is the one that everybody is telling me that is the be- by far the best one. Level up the very bottom thing first, which makes you like basically just gives you more energy and lets you use stuff more. And then yes, just level up telekinesis and you will fucking wreck shop. Like I destroy people on that game. It it's really fun. Uh, like I said, the cons are there's too much fetch quest stuff. They've added in dialogue, kind of making fun of the fact that you're doing a fetch quest. I'm like, that's not cool. Like, it's not like funny meta. I just wish I wasn't fucking doing it. Yeah, I hate when things do that. Like, the joke of you doing it doesn't take away the sting of still doing it. Yes, like absolutely. Um, but um. Yeah, like that's the oldest part. I do wish this game was more on rails, uh, a la uh, Bioshock. Like you're clearly moving one. Like there's some openness to it that you can move around, but it's in a very defined section before you move on to the next very defined section of the game. Uh, the open world in this, while awesome to look at, sucks. <laughs> because, uh, one, because it's shockingly big. There's this one car that has like 800 models just lying around that you can drive, and the driving in this game is terrible. Um, and there's also this mechanic in the game, not inside of buildings, where it's, which is where, like, and here's your percentage, like 80% of the game is inside of a facil- different facilities. But out in the world, all these zones are controlled by this one nest. And when you get out in the world and this is, you don't even get into it till like almost halfway through the game, Chuck. Um, all the robots are controlled in that area are controlled by this one nest. And like, they will keep spawning, like you kill them. And then uh, they send these repair hubs and they will refix them all. And they'll keep coming back. So if you want to roam without fighting at all, you have to find the one thing, figure out how to unlock it, and shut it down. And it only stops it for like 15 minutes. Uh, it's annoying. It is annoying as fuck. It makes exploration really annoying. Outside the fact that I've leveled up enough now that I, it, I'm i just like, ah, fuck. It's just an annoyance because I just will levitate them all and slam them down. And then everybody on screen's dead anyways. Um, the story's really fun. And when you get farther into this... You, it's going places you don't see coming. <laughs> There's some fucked up shit that happens, man. Uh, I didn't know I was talking out loud, and Jayla heard me from the bedroom and came in the door because I was evidently going, oh! <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, no. Uh, Chuck, you have been looking for this game as long as I have, and probably even more because you are a bigger Bioshock fan than I am. Um you have not played a whole lot, but what have you... Give me your thoughts on what you've done and kind of where you're at in the story. Um, I'm not super far into the story, just in general. Um, I've gotten into the first, like, you know, underground facility or whatever. Mm-hmm. After you meet that old lady with the rocket launcher. Yeah, you met Granny. Yeah. Uh, which was ridiculous. She's amazing. Uh, she comes back later. <laughs> Uh, I have no doubts. I was like, if you don't see anybody die on screen, they're gonna come back. There, there's a lot of like um, derivative stuff in this game so far. You know, oh look at this 
perfect utopian society. Nothing can possibly go wrong. I wonder what's going to happen. And then, like, you know, proverbial shit hits the fan. Uh, and the dialogue. God, it's so awful. I don't Just mind talking like, to, like, other people, but you're... Your internal dialogue and your conversation with uh, your glove is yeah, it sucks. Is it better it, or worse than Forspoken? It's it's better than Forspoken. That's how bad Forspoken is. As <laughs> that that seems impossible to me. Like because uh, there is but... there is okay dialogue in this game. It's just not your main character. There is no good dialogue in Forspoken. So some of the stuff that like Bioshock really hooked me on was story. Dialogue, conversation, atmosphere, all that kind of stuff. Not necessarily gunplay, um, but uh, everything else. Um, and the dialogue in this game is so hard to get past. It's not, it hasn't grabbed me yet to where I'm like, I have to play this. Yeah. Um, and, which is disappointing um, I would, so far. And I get that. And thinking back to where you're at, I get it a lot. If you play a little bit more, I do think the story will get you. Um, and seeing more of that world unfold is really cool. Like your opening thing of going like through the canal and just looking around and all that stuff. Like one was um, fucking gorgeous, and two, I was just like, oh, I'm into this. Like I like the world. Did that? Did it grab you in the same way? Um, not really. Um, hmm. just because everything, every time that he opened his mouth, I rolled my <laughs> eyes. And, um, also like when you're in that really cool environment, you're in the car that's floating because of the robot or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. Ooh, I want to look around and I would turn the stick and I only could turn my head like this far. And mm-hmm. then if I let go of the stick, it immediately snaps, it snaps forward. back. There's a and lot like, of old mechanics me, like that. Let me look. Oh, speaking of that. So I got my first, like, weapon, my extra weapon. I've got the axe, of course. I get a shotgun with one bullet in it. And I'm like, I'm sure I'll find more bullets. But, uh, like, okay, let me just hit Y to switch back and forth. Well, apparently, it's the D-pad. Yeah, it's left and right They don't tell you about. No, They don't explain that at all. Like That seems like it's an important part of the game. Otherwise, I'm like, I have to hold down X. To yeah, bring to up the, weapon wheel. yeah, to do the weapon like, wheel. Uh, just tell me. That's what, yeah. <laughs> tell I, me. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff that is like, oh, we had a lot of money to make a AAA game, but this is our first game. Like, there is a lot of like first game problems uh, with this. But they played games before. <laughs> yeah, ten <laughs> years ago. Has. Like all of this is, it feels dated. Is is what I felt like the fetch quest stuff. Like we were all doing that. Like in Assassin's Creed shit in 2012, you know, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. That's how it feels. Um, I was prepping in my bunker in 2012. Thank you very much. Um, I would say combat and stuff like that is better than like early Bioshocks. I don't know. Infinite's combat was really fucking great, though. Mainly just because yeah. all the rail shit was awesome. Uh, such a weird blast to like, push back on that game lately. I know it's weird, but I mean, if you look back, it has amazing ratings. Uh, and I loved it back in the day. And it's I was amazing. Um, this is not that. This is not infinite. It's not even ma- like original Bioshock, although it gives me enough of the feelings that I enjoy. And I like the gameplay like quite a bit as you get more into it. There's a lot of 
fast moving first person shooter with powers like which is just fucking fun for me i texted josh i was like this is not a game for you i was like if you had any doubt i was like one you're just not a first person guy anyways uh but two i was like you not enjoying first person and then hearing this dialogue you would be just like i i'm fucking out Honestly, it takes something very special, which at this point is just going to be a new Wolfenstein for me to get into a first-person game. And Hell yeah, Wolfenstein. I'm not going to be able to play a new Wolfenstein, so... I don't know. I think you might be able to. I really they I, That would make me very happy. It seems like they may keep franchises that have already existed as multi-plat. I don't know that, but it seems like they might, especially as they continue to uh, get their Fight deal done. Call of Duty. Yeah, well, Activision, they care, again, they care way more about that mobile division. They want Call of Duty because billions, but uh, King is going to make them more billions. Um, yeah, there, I see, and they there were some allusions to that, that existing stuff may, mo- not all, but some would, you know, a lot would stay on. Like, I don't know if you'll get Indiana Jones. Yeah, um, no, I've given oh, up on that dream. Uh, just because it's a new game ip for them um but uh wolfenstein i would be shocked and yes this game is no wolfenstein but so few games because <laughs> no, there's only so many games that can pull off a pregnant woman getting her shirt burned off as she's like throwing grenade grenade throwing dual it's so building. good <laughs> it's so Not many good. games can get away with killing space ronald reagan uh yes space reagan murdering hitler man there's a i i have just been forced at a lot of tiktoks lately about people just randomly saying hey it's march 8th and reagan's still dead and then like dancing out of happiness it's like a weird trend that's going around a lot lately right now yeah there's a lot of stupid people (laughs) it's just uh you know i don't know anymore i don't know what the internet has become i it's become just the same thing a lot of stupid people with way too much access to other people. You should get in the comments and tell them about it, Josh. <laughs> no, I'm, too, I'm too busy fighting for trans rights, Chuck. In, in the, the comments comment section? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, don't... Wait till you see the uh, force-fed no, my interactions on IGN's articles and stuff about Last of Us today that happened. There's been plenty of that. Yeah, I'll think about this. Because yeah. Bella Ramsey identifies as non-gi- uh, non-binary. And that's the hardest thing for people to understand. Next topic. That's it. Only video games. Oh, okay. (laughs) Um, That's all we've been playing. Uh, We touched briefly on what is uh, in the immediate future for games. By that, I mean the next couple of months. Like, what all are y'all looking forward to the most? Uh, Jedi Survivor for me, for sure. I loved the first one. Jedi Survivor! Stop doing that. (laughs) I'm going to make Um... And then obviously after that it's it's that's it's just all mad dash to Zelda. Give me my Zelda. Yeah, I mean Zelda's. Like, I mean, as a Zelda fan, as me and you both are, clearly that's going to be number one uh, as far as what we're looking to. But man, there's so much coming out that looks so good. I hope I like Diablo Four. Like, man, I'm I'm weirdly stoked for Diablo. Like, like yeah, I'm excited. Really fucking excited for I it. I mean, you know that you know me. That franchise is massive for me. I played like a hundred hours of Diablo two literally last year. Um, so I hope that it lives up to what it looks like for sure. I just did. I so did not vibe with Diablo three 
in any way whatsoever that I'm genuinely still a little terrified. All the previews are it, that it goes back to Diablo 2's feel, but they but they improve upon all the stuff they learned by making Diablo 3 on console. Like everyone that's previewed it has been like fucking crazy about it. So I'm excited. Yeah. Um, um Minecraft well, Legends, I got weirdly excited for. Like playing yeah. multiplayer on that. That game looks really fucking fun. I mean, Minecraft Dungeons was awesome. So it this was, is and just I think the RPG fun. version. Minecraft Dungeons is like why I'm excited for Diablo, I think. I just want to play a dungeon crawler with my friend. <laughs> yeah, and as long as there's crossplay now with the most recent update to the PlayStation store, we could use a we can use Discord and still have voice chat. Yep, we can. And very I, I am very much looking forward to that. Uh, I'm very excited for Redfall. I think it showed really well. I think the game looks really fucking fun. People are being weird because it's always online, and I'm like, aren't you always online anyways? I don't get it. Um, yeah, so I'm still really looking forward to Redfall. Any restriction is always going to be met with the most negative response, no matter what. Yeah, even if it's Ooh. dumb. There's last case of Benedict Fox. Chuck, you son of a bitch. Ah. Uh. Uh, like, Suicide Squad. Nice. Yeah. Um, the game looked fun. It just, I, I, I it, it did look fun to me, but uh, that's just not my style of game. Like I, I, I don't like live service pitching. games, but I just don't know how much it's gonna feel like. Yeah, like I, I agree know. that they shouldn't be pigeonholed into only doing Arkham games, but like when that's the alternative, like to me personally, they've they've made a game that. I'm sure it could be fun, but boy, does not in any way whatsoever speak to me. I can... That was Ow. also a pre-alpha screenshot of, you know, somebody. Well, they did a whole presentation. Yeah, did you not see the... Oh, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah it was they... like a 15-minute demo. They fully revealed the game now. It is, I mean, it's a live service uh, for sure. Okay. But to me, it's fast-paced action. It's a lot of shooty-shooty, um, which is weird because that's They've not... also haven't. They haven't disappointed me yet. I that's where I'm kind of. That's where I'm leaning on it too. As I'm looking forward to that, um, I need that game to be good because Gotham Knights was a bitter, bitter pill to swallow. You didn't have it on your team. Oh, they're bringing Hogwarts to Switch. Uh, played it. What a yeah. travesty that is. Native or cloud. No, it's it's a straight up it's it's the last gen version. But oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot they delayed it, but yeah, it's a it's coming out. Okay, I forgot about that. Anyways, anything else we're looking forward to? Hey, Advance Wars got a release date finally. Yeah, it's um, pretty soon too. Yeah, it's in April. MLB the show. It's because you oh, got, I've got that pre pre-installed on the old Xbox there. Uh, honestly, Final Fantasy sixteen, I can't wait for. Yeah, that you know, Diablo and Final Fantasy, let's say as far as June, uh, man, the more I hear about Final Fantasy, who I have never beaten a single Final Fantasy game, I, this might be the one I get into. It looks really good. Uh, I need the story to get me, but I had also heard what Josh had texted me about the other day that like a lot of the combat's being compared to Del May Cry 5, and I was like, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, like they. They are focusing on it as a Western game before an Eastern RPG. And, like, 
I'm excited for it anyway because I love Final Fantasy, which I used to like be the biggest detractor on that series ever when I was like the Nintendo fanboy who was angry at Square for taking Final Fantasy away in those days. Um, I used to hate on Final Fantasy all the time, and it's one of my favorite franchises now. There's another Bayonetta game coming out. Uh, uh, yeah, it is a Bayonetta game that like is it, not a Bayonetta game. It's not my style. It's, it's like a weird 2D storybook. Looks like a water. Pack. Like, yeah. Oh. Um, I also don't think I've ever watched more trailers for a game where I don't understand what I'm looking at. The the way the characters blend into the map of the world, it's just messy looking. And I Bayonetta? Hate yeah. Yeah. I'm coming off of three, it's weird going into that and also just what three ended up being. It's yeah. it's weird, man. I don't um, know what they're doing. I kinda wish that someone else would encourage them with Bayonetta to do something else. I'll admit if we could like if it had a chance at actually making like our top ten of the year based on our rules, I'd probably pick up Prime Remastered. Um, cause I never actually played prime one or two. Um, and I'd like to, but I don't want to spend that money on a game that like, I don't know, for some reason, the fact that like, it's, we don't do remakes as part of our end of the year awards. Yeah. Uh, especially like one that's very, like we would count, like we're ca- we counted final fantasy, uh, because it's not just a remake. Like it's a it different a full, game. Yeah. Different uh, story or, you know, Tweet story, completely different game mechanics. Prime is a remaster, but they it is more of a remake than they let on. Like they definitely improved a lot more than just upresing it. Um, but it's that still is. not like a different game. It's not what Resident Evil's doing. It's not what uh, Final Fantasy VII's oh, doing. I think I'm gonna give freaking Resident Evil another shot since I never actually finished that game. Interesting to go around. I'm scared. Yeah. There's a Dark Pictures VR game? Yeah. Yeah, it's very much the Rush of Blood style that it was with the original PSVR as well. Hey, the Quarry's finally on uh, PlayStation Plus this month. Yeah, let's play it. Before, uh, well, no, we don't have time, do we? It's, I don't think the online's out on it yet. I think it's still couch. It's so weird. It's very weird. If it was online, yes, I think we would at least try to get some in before... Uh, uh, our awards. I would like to play that game, but I ain't playing that alone. Yeah, so, I do really want to play it. I want to play all of those games. I haven't played any of them since Man of Medan and fucking uh, broke on us. I'm real upset about it. <laughs> I, I wrote them. Until Dawn, man. That's like one of my favorite games. I love that game. That game is awesome. Such a bummer. Yeah. I'll get my uh, Until Dawn fixed tomorrow with Scream. Yeah, I'm looking forward to screen quite a bit. Uh, we should note, uh, I mean, they won't hear this for a little bit, but uh, Starfield guys release date. Uh, that's in September. That'll be a big game. Had a quick little trailer, but it looked good. And they are having a Starfield-focused direct on June 11th, which just sounds like they'll do their big E3 thing, and then that'll be like the next day, like singular focus, or probably maybe day before. I don't know what their schedule is going to be, but they're doing a whole thing just for Starfield. So that'll be good. We'll finally get to see more about that. And I would wager money. They stick to this release date now that they feel comfortable, comfortable to give it an actual, another hard, probably release date. Um, 
lots of rumors we're going to get a PlayStation showcase finally for the first one in almost two years, uh, sometime before June. A lot of the rumors may, so I'm excited to see what we get there. Yeah, um, they have to show. I mean, one, they don't have any other way to like properly show Spider-Man, and there's got to be some other game this year for them too. So I'm very excited about whatever that could be. Stellar Blade, Joe. Yes, Stellar Blade. I'm yeah. probably going to play that game. It looks awesome. It looks amazing, and I, I'm very excited for it. I hope it shows well, but I do think that that's their other fall game. Uh, you know, if I have a lull in gaming, which I don't see how that's possible this year, but if it's like the end of July and I'm like, oh, I finished everything. You know what game I want to pick up and then not finish? Is Octopath Traveler 2. Man, I really think I'd like those games if I gave them a genuine try. How is that shit 50 to 60 hours long? I don't get it. I mean, they put in the work on it was all I could say. But, like, I, I wanted to play Live Alive a lot. Um, you going to play Sea of Stars? Why do I not remember Sea of Stars? It's another HD2D game that's coming out that is, has a lot of hype behind it. Oh, well, I mean, probably not if I haven't played any of these. <laughs> Maybe it's shorter. That would be dope. Um, I mean, maybe I, I I like that style quite a bit. Um, and yeah, I think I would probably enjoy it quite a bit. But that's a, a very long commitment for another game. So I guess shit to do. You know, just speaking of that, we're going to wrap it up. Um, all right. Uh, that's it. Video games only. We did a pretty good job of it this time. Uh, but make sure to stay tuned. Uh, we're like I said, we're gonna be doing our awards here very soon. I'm really excited for it. That's always always a good time for us, and we can talk about all the shit we love from the previous year. Uh, and we go last, and it's so late because we have the best one, and you say the best left for last. And I'm gonna stick to that story. Uh, any closing remarks? No, I couldn't think of another rhyme. Charles, uh, I should have I should have va- saved the Quidditch's one, but you didn't even respond to it. That's what I do. Yeah, ruin of fun. Charles, anything? Uh, no, my battery's about to die, so let's wrap it up. Classic, Charles, oh, nailed it. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. for listening to free for all your source for all things geek we just wrapped up another episode but we're not done stay tuned for more episodes when we make our return next week don't forget to subscribe to the show on itunes and rate and review us too that's the best way for new folks to find our show you can also find us on the google play store stitcher or your favorite podcasting app don't forget that you can now subscribe to our youtube channel to watch the show as we record and you can catch our live streams on the free for all facebook page Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. What else? impossible would say what's the sitches but she she wouldn't say that is part i've never se- i've never <laughs> seen <laughs> Kim possible <laughs> that was so stupid i love it
God, I love it so much. Have Thank both you. of you seen Kim Possible? <laughs> yes. Uh, listen, you know, something had to come on after Lizzie McGuire. 